welcome back. I'm Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gadani. And this is Oh, okay. okay. I see. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a fake run. Let me tell you, when we started out, we used to be like, brap, brap, brap. <laughs> Now we're like in an R&B <laughs> season. It's like run all the way. Please don't say R&B. Please, trauma. Anyway. <laughs> R&B season. Welcome Man. to the show. Doo-doo. My name is Shiko. Wow. She's Nyam. And this is Gathoni. Ah. Can someone shout out our back out, back, back out background singers? Yes, this is Cornelius. Cornelius. Corona on the drums. Maria, yeah. Ozzy on the triangle. (laughs) Oscar. I don't know why I gave him the the triangle. Let me ask you. The drums are the only thing that have been taken. Of all the instruments, you looked at my child and said triangle. (laughs) Jesus. You have Lil, I mean, forget you. I feel like i so much. How are you guys? I'll leave and get him his toy to squeak in protest. We're leaving. Me, I've been, um, I've been very dull. If there's any word that could describe my week, I would just say dull. Um, and not the Indian kind. Just the... <laughs> Shut up. Please, oh, even I mean, oh, I'm I'm so tired of you. By the way, so tired. <sighs> yeah, there really has <laughs> there hasn't been anything going on. Um, I've been kind of emotional this week. I don't know why. I, there's nothing really that should be making me so emotional, but I've been very emotional. My tears have been close with the quickness; they are ready to fall. <laughs> And without any trigger warnings, just like, oh, you're watching a show. This is a sad part. Craze. <laughs> like literally on Thursday, I was sitting on my hammock and I was just casually scrolling the internet. And then I saw a song. Um, What's that song? Um, That Avicii song. Say one day you leave mm-hmm. this life behind. Mm-hmm. So live I literally started bawling. I was yeah. like, Avicii's dead. <laughs> I don't know why, like, it affected me so much. I was like, my gosh, yeah, this had used so to much you more based to on your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Avicii's dead. She said, he, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, you're ruined the moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was there with you then I saw Yam's face and I was just like, Yam is fake. Yam is fake. He went, really? <laughs> you're ruined the moment, Yam. Forget you. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Okay. Wow. R.I.P. Yeah. Like, I was just so emotional already. <laughs> anyway, yesterday. <laughs> Which is fake. The fakest. Yesterday, I went to... um. We had a hangout with the people that I go to the gym with. 
um it wasn't planned by the gym but just a couple of my friends from there um we went to one of their parents houses um they live a lot alone about um one jiko in the building an hour (laughs) they live alone an hour away um gorgeous like literally in the mountains of georgia and they have a pool so literally their pool is not it's not an infinity pool but it feels like it like just looking over the mountains it was so pretty i don't even think i took a picture we were just like literally just vibing and eating and having just such a good time but yeah that was really nice to do yesterday um other than that honestly there's really nothing else that's been going on um i feel like i'm actually completely detaching myself from my previous job which is good um i met up with a person who is taking over my job and i gave them all my documents and i was just kind of like here you go enjoy good luck Mm. and i feel like that handover like released something in me i was like it's happening like it's actually really happening um I'm not a teacher anymore. And I was going over my Instagram this week and um, just like removing even like my teacher highlight reel, (laughs) which I haven't like, I've been just looking at it and I'm just kind of like nostalgic. I like want to archive it, but it's such a good memory. So I've like been saving, I've been going through it every day and like saving and downloading the um, But you also, do you have to take it out though? It can just be there as part of like once upon a time. I was a teacher. I I just don't. It's not. It doesn't represent me anymore. Mm. Hey, she said, take it off. So yeah, it doesn't it. represent me anymore. So I feel like there needs to be like a. It's done. You yeah, know what I, I mean. It. Close For the me, chapter. Close the chapter. Um, and then this week, what I'm planning on doing is actually taking all that material that I created and like putting it on a website. Um, for teachers to purchase like um this is, it's a popular website it's called teachers pay teachers it's just like if you created a really good lesson on a particular thing you can put it on the internet and sell it um to other teachers or nice. whatever it is um so that's what i'm gonna do i'm putting together my documents and putting it on that website because if i got stressed and burnt out uh, the least i can do is make back some money i know that's right amen hallelujah yeah. so hopefully that goes well and then after that that chapter is officially closed and we move on so actually i guess this week then also process just create um courses or classes that you think would have worked for that and then just put them there i mean because you've what been in mean? the space so you know what's missing would you then create i mean because you already know what you created but like in the space you're in now would you create other class material that you feel like you wish you had for teachers to be able to buy that you know would help them in that space. I already did it. That's what I'm selling. Oh, okay. Me, I helped myself. <laughs> if it didn't exist, I created it. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I honestly okay. like don't I don't feel like I left a stone unturned when it came to like me teaching. Like I don't think I left a stone unturned. I think my content is actually like pretty dope if I do say so myself and it'll be a nice engaging. So. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so they better they better buy it. Yeah, teacher, and you're listening to this. We are we are telling you to go buy. Link yeah. in bio. Link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but yeah. 
Gadani, how have you been? Um, I'm tired. I say this all the time. <laughs> we hung out with Mama last week and she's like, you know, every time on the podcast, you are just saying you are tired. What are you doing about it? Anyway, um, I know things are thick because I was telling Shiko Nyam earlier that I, yesterday I had a nightmare about work where I distinctly saw like five emails in my inbox and I was like, oh my God, this thing hasn't been done. And I actually had to wake up to check my inbox to make sure those things weren't there. But I haven't had a work-related nightmare in like since I worked at the airport. So now I'm just like, um, should I call myself to a meeting and figure out what this means? I don't understand what's happening. Uh, yeah, so... I'm having nightmares about work is what I'm doing with my life currently. However, um, an amazing friend of ours called Njora um, had a show and it's his first live show as an artist and we went to it today and I was in like just feeling vibes, you know, just a happy space. It was such a happy space and like he talked about like depression and all of that and you can hear it in his music and his music is so vibey. Oh, I had so much fun today. So I feel like Actually, and then we hung out with a really cool friend of ours on Friday as well. So I feel like in some sense, there is a bit of niceness in the madness, even though a friend of ours also has a parent who's not feeling well. So I feel like there are a lot of high moments, but a lot of low moments. And it's just trying to find the balance in all of it. So being like happy in the happy and then being sad in the sad, and then trying to get out of the madness that is giving me nightmares. Wow. So, Madhogodhanyo is how my week has been. Thank you. <laughs> how do you translate Madhogodhanyo for the people in the back? How yeah, translate Madhogodhanyo. Okay, so, Madhogodhanyo is similar to what you would say as Oshposh Magosh. Or um, it is also how you would say thingy mabobi. You know, words that don't have direct meaning but mean everything at once. Madhogodhanyo means madogs. It's to mean up, down, don't know where the center is. Thank you. Anyway, you're just going no. to have to take Chico, it. We are accepting, we are accepting it, okay? That's all I could That's do. And my sh- wings had notice. Up, down, <laughs> don't to know the center. No, she said don't know where the center Period. is. Therefore, don't know where the center has is. been up, down, don't know where the center is. Thank you. No, that's right. <laughs> Dictionary, yeah, yeah, I'm coming back through. Back to you. <laughs> So my week has been good. Um, there were a bit of some changes that happened for work that I was doing that kind of threw me off. Um, but I think this week showed me um, my strength as far as agility. I already knew, like, I love a plan, but I also thrive in, like, you know, like, I'm able to fix things. And it really came through this week. My my agility, quick thinking, fast on my feet. I had to utilize those uh, skills 
um a lot this week but yeah it's been a good week i i feel like i'm still a little exhausted just body tired um yeah i mean i'm in a good space so i'm i'm excited for the coming week um yeah it's been it's been a good week wait i don't know why what's happening speak my body has said sneezing time it is Mm. It's trying yeah. to test if you're actually good on your feet. Yeah, it's testing if I'm actually <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Okay. Your your sneeze is so woishe. It's so just... Yeah, but I'm also doing it that way because I have a mic in front of me. Technically I can sneeze mm-hmm. like an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Oh, oh. oh. Actually, why is it why why do men okay why is it like dads and uncles are like that? A normal guy is just like shoo, shoo. then the second they become a dad, it's like huh, huh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like my guy. Why? Anyway. Yeah. So are you all ready for the wheel? Shua. One, two, three, go. Like a record spin, 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 spin. Minute, How do we make this song R and B? Hey, why is it a choir? Spin, spin, oh, it's trust. It's you want me to make it R and B for you. Spin. Okay, wait. wait. <clears throat> like a record spin, spin me yeah. <laughs> Oh my beat spin, 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 spin me I love the way you go, spin, spin, spin me yeah, me yeah. Mia, 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 all you have to do is take a song that exists mm-hmm. and then just add the lyrics you want to it. Okay? <laughs> what are you saying? Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> give us an example. For example. <laughs> for example. Um, give me one of your favorite R&B songs. Ours and ours. A popular one. Okay. Yours, mine, ours. Yeah. Okay. Like a record. Spin me around, spin me around. I wanna be spun around. No. Okay, thank you. For that. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> yeah. oh I can't believe we are Sherry said, I wanna be spun around. <laughs> this is time we will never recover, actually. Oh my god. She got her. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh. Wow. Anyway. What have we landed on? We landed on yak and yam. My yam is wow. shikosong. <laughs> <laughs> Your yam is shikos R&B spin song. Okay. <laughs> yes. Guys, you have to wow. try this. You have to try this anyway. I don't have yam start. <laughs> You've already started. I don't have. I need to cough. 
I'm muting myself. Oh, I thought you said yum, your sorry. yum is sorry. she goes some. Of course not. <laughs> it can be. Damn. Hey, what I mean. Damn. <laughs> she said, psych. <laughs> JK. Wait until verse two. You're not ready. No, no, no. Please. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give the people what they want mm-hmm. in a future episode. <laughs> people don't want it. I guarantee you they don't. <laughs> wow. Oh, anyway, I'll tell you about my yak and yeah, yam. Tell us. So, my yam this week has been um, that release of my job. I've been feeling very like, okay, we've mourned, we're mourning. We're mourning it and we're getting rid of it. Um, so that's my yam this week. My yak would have to be... Do I have a yak this week? Yes, I do. My yak this week would have to be um, burpees. <laughs> now, let me tell you. <laughs> In yes. this week. That's my yak every week. There was something there was something called trials. I don't know what they were trying, but <laughs> honestly, they really tried me, is what they did. We did Imam. Okay. And yeah, For, I think you can take this one. What is that, yeah. Imam? Imam is every minute on the minute. Yes. I've, finger snaps I, I, for the gym just... babes. Finger snaps. Wow, finger wow, snaps. wow. That was Nyam. That was Nyam. Um, redeeming herself. Up, Indeed. down. Cannot find the center. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did this week in the gym was imam um, burpees. So we had twelve minutes on the clock, and we started with six burpees in a minute. Okay. Mm. And each one after that, you would go up a burpee. So, I started with six burpees a minute. I was done with uh, with more than thirty minutes or thirty seconds rather to um left. I got to seven. I got to eight. I got to nine. I got to ten. I got to eleven. Seven. And at eleven, my body was like, "I think I'm going to stop here," because if you keep going. It's over for it us. It might, it's it's going to be over. We're not going to. You're going to have to carry me out of here, because I'm not going to be able to walk. Note: This was before our workout. This was what after warm up. This, this is not your main up. workout. No. Wow. No. Let me tell this you. Is this is our babies at the devil. I told you guys. <laughs> Anyway, the expectation to get to 17 was a little bit ridiculous and they weren't really like expecting us to get there. But many people got to around that 11, 12, 13. I think Christian got to 14 and then he was like, I can do 15, but it's going to be over. So that was my yuck for this week. The babies that I had to do. Wow. Damn. Mm. That's a hell of many. Oh, anyway, let me tell you my yam for this week. My yam is Shiko's R&B song. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. And in addition, um, Jora's music. Um, I think it's just so exciting to see someone doing a thing. You know, like, I like when people don't allow themselves to be one thing. Because like he was saying, he's been a spoken word thing, a poet for so long, and that's what people know him as. And when he wanted to be an artist, it's that thing of you're not sure if you should do it. And when I see people doing it, also because he's not like 12, you know, I like seeing people my age who are younger than Yam. (laughs) 
I'm joking, yeah. I'm joking. I had to, I just had to one episode. We couldn't let you go for the episode. Anyway, <laughs> no, but like people who <laughs> like you know who have been told you've been taught for a long time that you can be one thing and then now you're just like I want to be this thing and then you just start doing the thing. Um I really I like people who do that. I like people who are not told what to be. And when they decide they want to be something else, you try it, just try it. And to see him thriving in trying that is just like such a yum. It's just so good, it's so juicy. Yeah. So um, my yak is work nightmares because yes, Shiko. You know, when you were talking about that, um, I saw this TikTok this week of um Burner Boys concert mm-hmm. in um MSG. Madison Square Garden, um, he sold out New York. First African artist to sell out uh, Madison Square Garden, mm. which congratulations, Burner Boy, that's drop, fantastic. Drop. But there was this part, there was this part of the show um, where he was singing and everything and he was on an elevated platform and then he just stopped and everyone started singing and you could tell on his face like, he that moment of like, mm. holy shit. Yeah. It's all, it's 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 happening and like he's doing the this thing. This is real. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's a real mm-hmm. that like expression on his face. And you know, Bernard Boy, I'm going to even say it now. Very arrogant man. We all know it. He has a terrible reputation in everything. Mm. Anyone who's ever had, you know it. Whatever. I'll stand by my back, my words. But <laughs> standing by your back. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> she'll back her words up. She just mixed no, things up. standing by her back. Please, <laughs> don't put words in her mouth. Really, you <laughs> can just let things go. Guys, I'm ah. looking for quotes for March. You see, if we don't keep these things, I mean, can you imagine how fun it will be to have on your jumper, Richard, I'll stand by my back. I mean, I'd wear that. It's so great. <laughs> Excellent shit. <laughs> but when you were talking about your friend, that's kind of the thing that I thought about. You know, that just that feeling of like, oh, yeah, it's coming it's coming together. Good for him. Yeah, I think it was really cool. And there was also a moment when he was like, because his sister passed away and he was like, I'm doing this thing now. And if she was here, she'd have loved it. And it's just, you know, that it's so great to see people do that thing. Anyway, my yak is my work nightmares. I'm just, you know, tired of thinking. I want to sleep, guys. I just want to be able to close my eyes and sleep. I just want to sleep and dream about are they called meadows or meadows? With You know how in old movies there used to be slow motion running? It's that guy. What's his name? What's his name? Eddie Murphy. In what's the movie that he's an old woman also? He plays 17 roles. Shrek. Oh, Big Mama. No, he's just the donkey. Big Shrek. Mama's house, Thank I you. <laughs> yeah, in Big Mama, there's a scene where he's running through a flower and you need like this. I'm just like, that's the only dream I want to have in life. But anyway. Guys, pray for me. I pray for you. Mom, don't text me. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear the phone doing... I've told you to stop being exhausted. Anyway, mom, I promise I'm fine. But yeah. um, Yeah. <laughs> Next. Yam. House. Yak and yam. Um, so, my yak is... My yak was Zinzi dying this week. Um, yeah we lost our family baby um we did yeah i think maybe it was also because of seeing her on sunday last week 
and she was like she was sick that's one of my mom's dogs by the way oh yes actually yeah because um, when you said baby i'm sure we'd have gotten condolences oh yeah sorry well still condolences because yeah. she still. was yeah like True. we're also dog people so th- i think the thing about it too is people who know who are dog people or who recognize the significance of like a family pet in the way that us guys do um yeah so you understand it is a loss um and i think maybe because of seeing her on sunday and how she was so weak and just like unwell um but also like i think gadani sent me the video of when i was talking to her and i was telling her don't worry you'll be well hey let me tell you when i saw that video now the morning after the morning she died i was just like hey i really wept i really cried this week i really cried i think it was triggered by zinzi as you say i apologize for the squeaking my child (laughs) as you appreciate how us guys are in your life i'm going to be in the podcast i apologize yeah it's like he's doing it to make his daughter happy yeah but like i think it made me also think of mumpy who's my dog that died like i really felt so sad and every time i would like i called my sisters and every time i would see either corona corny or ozzy i would just start crying again i don't know it was just yeah so that was my yak this week um but thank god all dogs go to heaven so amen be good um and my yam I was going to look for another one but it's also Justin Jora. I think he like he really put on a great show today and I absolutely love the music choices and even like the diligence and work ethic. The band was on point. You know, it's it's not easy to put on a live show um and especially when like some a lot of your music is um rapping. I always respect a rapper who can put who can um perform to live music and not just have like a track it's it really blows my mind i think that's also one of the things like i really liked about calligraph at um blankets you know just like putting on a good show because it's not now like you can do like dancers and whatever but, but just like and the lyrical soundness of his music like i think maybe it's the poetry background but i just felt like you know and his diction everything was just so spectacular i really enjoyed myself um and there's also like a vibe there was a vibe in the room it felt like very positive and encouraging and you know just like sunshine in a room um so i, I that's definitely my um and i think uh it was also the imperfection of it. Like there's a time he was like, Hey, I didn't sing that line properly. Let's take it again from the top. But you know, like it felt, I think it's the authenticity and how organic it was. Yeah. It was just so, so, so wonderful. And yeah, I'm, I really enjoyed myself. It was nice to hang out with Gadoni and CK. I don't think we have, we haven't hung out like that in a while. Um, But yeah, it was, just a lovely afternoon. That's that's definitely my yam for the day. <laughs> for the yeah. week, even. Yeah. That's awesome. For the week. Hiya. In this episode, we are talking conflict. I don't think there needs to be a trigger warning. Does there need to be? Nah, no. We're good. Um, so let's jump into it. 
Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today what we'll be discussing is conflict. It was one of the um, questions answers we got from you guys when we asked for suggestions for episodes. So we're going to be talking about conflict resolution. The question we got on social media was specifically how we deal with conflict in relationships, in our sibling siblinghood and in like the workplace um, with parents as well. So we did a bit of research and what happened with our research is we found that there are five specific ways to resolve conflict. And so I'm going to read it out to you guys and then you'll tell me where you feel like you fit in. So the strategies I'm using are based off of a guy called Thomas Kilman and he describes the five strategies based on two axes, axes like X, Y, you know, on the graph. Wow, not me taking you back okay. to school. So it's assertive. Going back to geometry. We're going mm, back, 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 back. Anyway, I apologize for the triggering of, if tomorrow you wake up dreaming about you forgot an assignment, I'm sorry. But <laughs> the strategies are based on assertiveness and cooperativeness. So it's assertive and cooperative. So it's, between assertive and unassertive, and then cooperative and uncooperative, right? Right. No. So is unassertive a word? According one, is that she to Thomas Kilman, unassertive is a word. We can Google. Uh, Should we say, hey Siri? <laughs> I even said unassertive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Siri actually went off. Shoot, I said, hey Siri, and my phone did zoom. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so um, unassertive and uncooperative. In is it in, and anyway, we are here now. So, yeah, that one. So um, the first one or incooperative and unassertive is accommodating, and what accommodating is, it's commonly seen when people want to be unassertive and cooperative. Not every conflict needs to be a war. An example where you might accommodate a person is when they complain about a process, but not the outcome, right? So it's not necessarily you agree on the goal, like what we want to do at the end, but how we get there is what the problem is. So if you don't care about how we get there or whoever it is who gives into how we get there, that's the accommodating person, right? Then we have avoiding. Avoiding is seen in the unassertive and uncooperative space on the axis. And it is reserved for individuals who are more inclined. It's like people who are it's small annoyances, one-off mistakes, and issues that would be worsened by addressing them. That's the ones you'd avoid, basically. Um, then collaborating. Collaborating falls into the cooperative and assertive, which means all parties are heard and the solution chosen works well for everyone. So, for example, if it's two different sales teams, um, each of them figures out what's best for the customer and there's no one who's having to, like, reduce what they want it's like i want my client to get yellow books 
and you want your client to get blue books and they both get yellow and blue books. So that's collaborating where we're just like, okay, we can do both. Competing is assertive and uncooperative, right? So it is very intense and it is used mostly by lawyers when negotiating deals. So it works best because um, this, like, the lawyer will never see the person again. So if I oh, if I win, it doesn't matter that you got hurt or whatever it is. Like, I win and then we are done with that story and then we move on to something else. So that's competing. So it's basically trying to get what is best for one individual party. And then compromising. So compromising, if you check it on the scale, is like in the middle. It is assertive and cooperative. And it might sound harsh, but it allows everyone, um, it's best used when there's no time to listen to everyone's concerns. So we just decide on a middle ground so that it just stops wasting time. So a compromise would be like, for example, if we had an event, cancel the event and then figure out whatever the issues are later. So it's like, this is the issue I have with an event. It's just like, you know what? Let's just cancel it and then we figure out what the issue was after, but the thing has been sorted, right? So based on this, I know it sounds dramatic. I, I know we've talked about it in previous seasons where if you use negative words to describe a thing, it feels like a bad thing. Like, you know, when you're like uncooperative or whatever it is, it sounds like you're doing a bad thing, but I don't think that's what it necessarily is. Um, based on what um, this guy was saying, Thomas, he was saying that in every conflict, there's a space for each one of the resolutions to be used, right? So based on that, and I know I've said it really quickly, and I don't know that you guys had time to look through it, but what do you feel like your resolution would be? Um, do you feel like you're accommodating where you'll give up what it is you want for the person who you're in an argument with? Do you feel like you're collaborating where it's like you win, I win? Do you feel like you're avoiding where it's just like anger time, whatever? Do you feel like competing where it's like I win, forget everyone else? Or do you feel like you're the queen of compromise? Where it's like, let's agree to disagree. You're talking to a compromise queen right over here <laughs> um i personally like actually that's hard to say because i feel like my approach is more compromising like at, in the best way i'm not going if i feel like i'm right i feel like i'm right and you're not going to change my mind that's it you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. and so we can either get to a place where we coexist which is obviously the goal like you think what you think I think what I think we figure out a way to work with both of our desires in a way that benefits and I, I guess I'm talking more um no well, a lot of relationships actually um we figure out a way to move forward where both of us are feeling like that I don't know so based on what you're saying is if you are so based on that you're competing where it would be um, assertive, I want, but what you want doesn't matter, and cooperative. So competing 
where it's like what I want goes through. So compromise would be a lose-lose where no one gets anything. Like no one ends up getting anything they want is basically what... That's not going to happen, then I'm not compromising. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, you're not compromising, (laughs) you're competing. You sound more like competing. Because compromise is where they describe it also as a lose-lose situation where I don't get anything I want and you don't get anything you want. So it's described as a lose-lose situation where, like I was explaining... Ideal situation. Ideal situation. I would like us both to be happy walking away. Collaborating. You know what I mean? The dream. But that's the dream. We want to both walk away having what we both want. And I'm thinking more like in the event example that you gave. You know, like if I have an idea, and it's the same with like our podcast too. If I have an idea that I feel needs to happen and Yam has an idea that feels need to happen, we can talk about how we're both going to get these things done. Mm. However, just because she has an idea and I do too, we're not going to push hers to the back burner and we're not going to push mine to the back burner either. Mm. We're just going to figure out a way to both coexist. Which I think that would be collaborating, no? That's what I was thinking. So you both win. So it's that thing of where collaborating is described as a win-win. Where So like now... I want something, you want something. So like in the situation where you've said over the podcast, it would be like, I say, I want us to record on Saturday at six. And then we're like, okay, Saturday at six works for all of us, right? But I feel like the question then becomes is, not in every situation, but in some situations that doesn't work, right? So like, say we are fighting about Shiko's skirt, (laughs) that we both want to wear on a Sunday, you know? And then now it's just like, <laughs> but it's my skirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that becomes a different way of how conflict needs to be resolved. Mm. You know? Interesting. If it's my skirt, you're not wearing it if I want to wear it on that day. <laughs> Let's just be very no, honest. But if I wear it first, then maybe we need to discuss that because why didn't you know what you wanted to Is wear? Is it mine or yours? No, but why didn't you know what Is you wanted to wear? Is it mine or yours? But what did you, why didn't you know what you to wear? Is it mine or yours? When it's on oh. me, it's mine. Guys, it's a hypothetical. No, it's not. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my friends, is Whoa. called... Um, in that case... <laughs> yes, and because we have not resolved it. <laughs> we have done no resolution. Yeah, what are you? What do you? Where do you think you fall? So, to be honest, I feel like I've fallen on each one of these. Um... And I think a lot of the times it might depend on the situation as well as the relationship. So um, there's some things I feel like I, especially in relationships, there's a lot of stuff that I've avoided, um, if I'm honest, because I'm just like, it's not worth it. You know, it's a small thing. Um, Of course, sometimes it will come back and bite you in the ass and you'll be like, oh, I guess that was a big thing that needed to be discussed. Um, But... Uh, I think I've fallen in avoiding in terms of conflict resolution uh, severally. Uh, But I think um, also a lot of the times, um, now if we go back like to season one where we were talking about like even our attachment styles, because I'm a bit anxious, I find sometimes I can fall into the accommodating where it will be painful for me, but I would rather for the sake of the greater good or the greater, you know, outcome 
or for the growth of the relationship, however I feel like it's going, to be like, okay, maybe I can deal with the disappointment or I'll figure out another way to get what I need or my needs met, even if it's not in this one situation, yeah? Um, but what's so interesting is from a workplace perspective, I think um, I've fallen a lot on like competing uh, where it's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> There's one person no. I worked with and I was just like, I've had like, you I'm not see their face. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like, get you it. know, literally, nyam, nyam did that. Her face just like, was like, I saw the person. She said, there is a person. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> for for a long time, and you know the thing that I find so interesting through processing and hindsight is a lot of the times we were on the same side, like we wanted the same thing to be done, yeah? Like, it would be a win for us if the thing happens. But like, I, I always felt like no matter what I suggest, as the way it should happen, they will have an opinion on why it should not be that way. Yeah. Um, Were they in authority, like an in authority position? Not in terms of a supervisor, not in terms of they were my supervisor, but in the sense that they were an enabler for the things I needed to do. So uh, I, if I need you to sign off on something before I progress, then yeah. we have to be have on the same page. You. So right. we have the yeah. we have the same goal, but it was just like things like, let's say for example, I feel like money should be deployed for this specific thing in the next two weeks, and then I've given the feedback that that's what I think should happen. Next thing I know, they're like, okay, but how about if we go about it this other way? And I'm just like, listen, like I processed the thing before I suggested it this way. And it's because there are some moving parts that I understand that you have no visibility of, you know. So in that situation, I used to feel like it used to be so competitive. And now that I'm out of the situation and I can think about it, I'm like, it didn't need to be. Yeah. So I felt like that ended up being like it turned around to be like a personality clash when it was not, you know, it was just like we want the same thing. Why can't you see things from my perspective? And I think that's what you are talking about in terms of when you're seeing the good for the other person. Now, of course, in as I've grown um, and also now you guys know, like because of seven habits, um, one of the seven habits is think win-win, right? Um, Effective people. Yes. Seven habits of highly effective people. It's a book. Um, I also am involved in training uh, training or facilitating. She's certified. Yeah. Yeah. Dig. Um, So, but anyway, (laughs) the thing about thinking win-win is how can this be like a better outcome? I think in that situation, from a workplace perspective, I'm able to process it better if I think about it from that um, paradigm of how can you win and how can I win? Yeah. Now, I also feel like thinking win-win is specifically called thinking win-win because I don't know that you can always get win-win. Yeah, um, that's just the reality of, of life, you know. Um, and also, I think sometimes the way, if I'm honest, even in the workplace, 
it's celebrated when you win and someone else loses, you know, because I mean, think about like bonus structures, things are set up for a win lose in this world, you know, and that there's some places where in like in sports, it's straightforward, that conflict is rewarded if someone loses, right? You're, you're in it for the championship, yeah. right? Um, the athletic mindset. Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. But then, but then it's also thinking about it like, okay, um, so maybe they lost, but maybe their team works better now for the next season. Yeah. So that technically is still a win. It might not be the win that's rewarded in the absolute terms of the world, you know. Um, when you when you said that, that's like um, I was listening to just to add to your basketball example. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that Greek guy called? Yanis. Yeah, exactly. He said and he had a clip where mm-hmm. a reporter asked him, um, "So you lost? Do you consider this a loss or whatever it is?" He like asked you... him if the season was a failure. Exactly, because he didn't win the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially what Yane said was like, hello, I play in the NBA. Like, listen, there's so many season, people. Next season I lose. Yeah, who... exactly. <laughs> you know what Actually, I mean? Like, there's so many people below me that wish they were doing I – I need to find yeah. that clip. It's so So actually, he also he says he, – he says to him, um, you know, Michael Jordan only won – um, I don't know if it's six or nine rings in his whole career. Is that to mean that every other year was a failure? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's more than just like the win. There are other ways to win other than the absolute terms that have been lined out for um, a person. So sometimes I think when you're thinking about collaboration, um, it can push you to think about how do we both win? I think in a lot of situations, it's easier Honestly, from a professional point of view, I think from partner relationships, what is pushed more is like compromise. Like someone compromise. has to lose. Yeah. But I think. Or give the, in. I feel like. But the is that what you think is, compromise is? It actually is what, based on the description, is what it is where someone has to lose something. But I feel like a lot of people can go into competing where it's. I don't have to win. I think the difference we have is in conflict resolution. We feel like the person who won in the moment is the winner, even though we can have a win at the moment and a win in the future for the conflict. Like we can be fighting about something now. So in this moment, you get what you want, but later I get what I want, but we've still resolved the conflict in that sense. So what what would you say that was? Compromise? No, that's competition. Competition. P collab collaboration. <laughs> Sorry, collaboration. Where it works for both of you at the same time. I think what we need, I think the thought process when I'm going through conflict for myself, especially, is whoever wins in that moment is the true champion, right? <laughs> the Fact. lion, the emperor, the conqueror is the here. champion is exactly. <laughs> I'm like, if I win now, I am the emperor. But then, if you think about it, especially in relationships, sometimes it's you win now. So you eat chicken today, tomorrow we'll eat beef. You know, it's things as simple as what are we eating that can cause conflict, right? So it's like, what works for you? But even as I say that with confidence, I'm the queen of avoidance. 
okay i know we've <laughs> established this in different seasons i don't know how to fight and when i start to fight i become like there's an animal that becomes like it goes into a shell not a hedgehog but it just no goes. you you're the one what's it called a raccoon no please wow. please dead Raccoons don't play dead, ma'am. Raccoons fight for their lives. When 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 conflict is coming, they're like, "Fuck." I'm, I'm not. I'm not like Drops a play dead. I'm not a play dead. I feel like I'm. I need to remember what the animal is. It has like scales on the top, and then when it feels like it's in trouble, it a porcupine. It's. I don't think it's a porcupine. Oh, it forms a no, ball, a and it's just like no. It's like it's a, a shell, hard armadillo. Anyway, whatever it is called. <laughs> it forms like a hard thing at the outside because I feel like when I'm in conflict, I'm the person who's like, oh, so you want your way cool? Bye. First fight by yourself because I ain't got no time for this. And then when you try and come back for conversation, I'm also not listening because I have like now a wall or an armor built because, so you thought you were right. So why you come back to talk to me? Fuck you. <laughs> I like I've said that even though mom told me not to cuss. Anyway, <laughs> before we started recording, um, mom is yeah. visiting me in Atlanta right now. <laughs> before we started recording, <laughs> mom came to the camera and was like, and Gathani, Gathani, you don't use a lot of profanity. <laughs> and and Gadani had the, the guts to tell her to her face. I didn't tell her to her face. I, can't I tell told her. Drop it. I didn't tell her to her face. I said my instinct is to say fuck that. <laughs> That's not saying to the face. That's saying what I thought I should have said, but I didn't. <laughs> Listen, if you say yes, the word, and then mom goes, even I'm going to tell her. She said, "You said I should fuck up." <laughs> you're saying she said you're saying fuck you to me. Said, you're saying fuck you to me. <laughs> I was like, mom, I didn't say fuck you. I said fuck that. She's like, but that's the same as fuck you. I was like, no, you and that are different. <laughs> and well, the moral of the story is Gadani doesn't listen to <laughs> She should have expected it. Anyway, but yeah, I'm the queen yeah, of anyway. like avoidance or accommodating where I'm just like, I don't like to fight. I don't know how to fight. I haven't learned how to fight. So I'm just like, if it will help. Hi, Maria. Anyway, if it will help us to, for you to have your way, if we'll stop having this conversation, then do whatever the hell you want. And to the detriment of some things, because like there are times, especially in the workplace, if someone comes at me and I'm just like, I know this is wrong and we'll find out in three months why it was wrong. I don't have time to have this conversation with you. In three months, I'll tell you I told you so. I thrive in I told you so's. So, mm, but don't I you get more satisfaction if you tell them I told you so after like a little tuggle? That's why I'm saying. No, that's why I'm saying. I normally fight a bit. Then I'm just like, okay, well, let's do what you want. And then three months, I'm like, you remember that day when we were sitting over there <laughs> and you were wearing that yeah, blue t-shirt? Receipts. Let me tell you, I bring them um as as per our last email. You know that babe for <laughs> attached. <laughs> I'm that babe. Um, let me give you guys a. How scenario. about personally though? Oh yeah, Gadani, tell us about your personality first. I feel like I'm the same. I don't know how to fight in relationships. I can't be bothered. But I think I mentioned this in previous seasons where I'm so accommodating, I get resentful. And then I'm like, fuck you. 
for mm. what it is you're doing to me because you don't see that I've made all these changes for you. And so now I'm going to undo all of my changes, which then in conflict doesn't help because now ideally my version of conflict resolution of accommodating has been taken out. So all I'm doing is creating, recreating conflict that the person I'm in a relationship with felt that it was resolved. So for them, it's throwing them mm. off. And I'm just like, it was never resolved. And that you didn't notice it wasn't resolved is a you problem. <laughs> and so I go straight from accommodating to competing where I'm just like, and so now what I want is this. And because you've had what you want for this long, it's my turn. And it doesn't work, basically. That's why I'm single. <laughs> I'm single. Do you know Do that, you I'm know that I'm single? I'm single, I'm single again. again. Basically. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I can't relate. So. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> and a whoop. <laughs> so I was going Damn. to say, like sometimes when I think about um, an example of compromise, um, and I, I don't know now, I guess the, my question is in this scenario, is that compromise or maybe you guys can tell me based on what Gavani has described or these different strategies, what it counts as. So um, I was in a relationship with an extrovert. And I am an introvert. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. So I think it used to be a point of like contention like early on because me I don't want to go everywhere and you know I, I just want to be at home but it used to feel like it's an affront to the other person you know like like you don't want to do stuff with me right um and so then I was like oh I really don't want to go out but maybe I need to develop like a quota system of every three asks I'll I'll go on the fourth. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> this month you have three yeses. Yeah, you know, exactly. But <laughs> one a month. Yeah. So, so um, because for me, I felt like it was really difficult. And it wasn't that I didn't like the people, but like that small talk, it really, like I would get so drained now. Like, And also because that person is an extrovert, the minute we arrive at the place, I'm on my own, which makes things like worse. Because now them, they're working the room. They're like, oh, what up? Yeah. So on your behalf. <laughs> Bro. Thank God, you. Jesus. I'm shaking. So in that situation, now for me to say, okay, I will come out twice a month and um, I want the... I can live whenever I want to. Is that compromise? Do you f do you feel like that's a collaboration, or is it like compromise? Or because in that sense, I win in the sense that I don't have to be at the party the whole night, or I don't even have to go to every party. Um, yeah. So that's now where I was trying to figure out was that a so compromise? That's collaboration. Okay. So co okay, collaboration means you've been had and a solution has been chosen that works well for everyone. So for your person, you have gone with them. But for you, when you've timed out, you're going home, right? So compromise would be that 
um, whatever works for the time being. So we are going and I'm going to sit there and watch them be with people. But because I didn't want to have the argument, I'm going to sit there. But you see now collaboration, the way they say it is it's assertive. It's both assertive and cooperative. So it's like, what do you want? But also what I want matters. So it's like, you want me to go? Okay, I'm coming. But I'm going okay. home early. So actually, I think what a compromise could be is that if... Wait. The, okay, go ahead. I say it's collaboration on your part. However, on his, it's not collaboration. And it's not compromise either. Because... Uh-huh. It's what's the one where you get what you want? Yeah, it was competing. Regardless, no, com- it's so, competing. No, it's, it's competing, not. but he didn't put it on me, so it was accommodating on my part, I guess. Okay, because here's the thing: <laughs> you have already decided you're going to go out, and that's already a compromise on your part. Mm-hmm. You've collaborate. You've collaborated too, because like. You decided, okay, I'm not going to do it every single time, but Mm. I'll do it sometimes. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Where the shit comes is the fact that you're left when you've already tried to collaborate. Uh You know what I mean? So Because mm -hmm. if if the person knows that you're already putting yourself out there to go to the place, you said you were left. That's to make those small talk and whatever. Obviously, mm-hmm. because they're your person, they should know that all these things they about to not, be my small talk and whatever. Blanket, yeah. Security blanket. So mm-hmm. it's for, you should have been, that extroverted personality should have still been in the room, but involved you in the room so that it's like, oh, you're not having to make those awkward side talk whatever. You can jump in and put in a little whatever when you feel mm. comfortable. You know mm. what I mean? True. Yeah, so sense. I yeah. think then the conversation becomes that I think you can, there's probably a scale on every single one because it's collaboration. So I guess then when you're resolving it's your not conflict, linear. yeah, you need to be able to be like, and when we get there on the second Tuesday, you stay with me until the time I decide I'm leaving. So I have agreed to come with you. You stay with me. Then when I leave, do what you want. But until I leave, you are my handbag. Although I feel like also, as I'm thinking about it, a compromise could have been, because you're talking about compromise being both of us giving something. So maybe it would be that he also has to not go out like five times. You know, have an introverted... (laughs) (laughs) Have like, we're having a book date. Don't talk to me. Or Stay in your room, or, you know. But that's how we're out <laughs> When you go out, um, we're going to go for two hours. Okay. After two hours, True. we're going home. True. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, the compromise because it's lose lose. Where you went out and you didn't want to, and then they left early when they didn't want to. So that is a compromise. Yeah. yeah right. Okay, that's interesting. Shiko, do you feel like you have different conflict resolutions? For relationships versus workplace. Um, yeah, I think across? I have different conflict resolution. I'm not the same across for anyone. So I have well, as even many in relationships as I have people. or as many relationships as I have. Interesting. I will have a different way of resolution resolutioning. Resolving. <laughs> no, please. Resolution. 
resolution <laughs> to you yes <laughs> yeah because quite honestly like if you even if i was to say like my conflict resolution will be the same for my sisters that's not fair because you and like you and yam have different, different personalities mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and the way we relate to each other has to be different mm-hmm. um not that i'm not going to be open and honest with both of you but the approach is different with who i'm talking to you know true so you're accommodating with me and you compromise with yam lol <laughs> <laughs> yes oh actually based on what we had earlier with this cut yes. us girls are going to fight until king because if i don't accommodate <laughs> you but you're not going to talk to me for like 15 years on period that's on that's the problem i need to learn how to fight because i tell people it doesn't matter where i am my instinct is to just be like oh really okay cool shut down no, I'm just like, and you know what's funny Gadoni, is that my for me that's my conflict resolution for almost all my friends like, <laughs> like <We're> outside just... <laughs> of like just my friends i was like oh you're not talking bitch. oh okay so uh, <laughs> cool. i guess we're not talking <laughs> so like it was nice knowing you <laughs> yeah have a nice mom life like, mom is like how is so and so i'm like um Who yeah we just haven't we haven't talked I'm waiting for her to reach out yeah, to I me. Left, I left that one in 2015. <laughs> I saw she was online on Tuesday and she didn't talk to me. She needs to say sorry. <laughs> I've been waiting for this apology for four years. <laughs> so interesting. And then, how do you feel like you deal with conflict with the folks? I don't. Oh, I'm okay, a fan I guess, guess Gadan is. Is Gadani's standard answer will be Gadani, like, you just don't no conflict no, you just thing. don't no, but specifically with folks other people mm, I might even try with the folks Wonga. specifically no I might try with the folks specifically I'm just like you're the adult that's the end of my conversation I'm like as the adult you should have known better <laughs> the fact that you didn't makes it not my problem. Like, and it's horrible. I know. I know. Mm, I can yeah, hear mom texting me when she listens to this. You know what I mean? Like, I can hear her texting <laughs> I can hear her texting me in the future. <laughs> but I'm just like, did you know you are pissing me off? Because, like, you've known me longer than I've known you. Because there's some point in my life where I was unconscious, but you knew me. So, for those extra years, <laughs> why didn't you use that knowledge? You know? I'm just like, JK, bah. When it's adult or adult. Yeah, what do you think? Nah. Um, I think in the past, I've been big on like accommodating. I'm just like the yes man. Um, but I think uh, what with the help is? of some boundaries, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> You're slowly moving into, into avoiding. No, I feel like I'm just like... <laughs> Miss me with that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a beef coming. There's a beef coming. See ya. (laughs) Wouldn't wanna be ya. (laughs) Shiko, you with the parents? I think when I was, when I started speaking up, so I say like from like my teenage years, 16-ish, through college I really wanted yeah until college until I graduated college I really wanted 
there to be collaboration. I tell you how I feel, you tell me how you feel, we figure it out. But 16 to 22, how many years is that? Six. Six. Six years is a long time to try things. So when I when I got married, I was like, miss me with that score. Miss me. Miss me. So basically what you're saying is you yeah. become me. You're welcome. No, 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 no. Yours is next level. No. Yours is next level. The problem I think the difference between me and you guys is there's an approach you guys have of after you've done the screw screw, you come back and be like, Hi. How are you? And no, I, I think still you guys want are to be understood. To compartmentalize between the relationship and the conflict. Mm. Yeah. I the conflict is the relationship. So if we have conflict, there is no relationship for me. I don't know how to separate the two. Wow, what a time to have a late bulb moment. Wow. But I don't know how to wow. separate the two. Where I'm just like, mm. I don't know how to be like, hi, when I know there's beef here. Which is weird because I'm the queen of compartmentalizing. But I don't know why conflict, I just put the relationship as a whole with the conflict. And I'm like, we are not one. Therefore, we are none. <laughs> oh, that's sad. So that's I think sad. that's the thing. I guess, but also, is it? Because it has served me very is. well because in some spaces. I feel like it's sad in close relation in some close relationships. But it has served me very well in some spaces. Like I feel like maybe I've become this person because of certain life experiences where I'm just like, if I was not this person, I would have been so much more broken when certain things happened. And so you know that confirmation bias thing where when things happen that are like this is correct because you protected yourself if you want this okay, person. Okay, but I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right there because on this same podcast, you had also said that you wish you had opened yourself up to feeling more mm. of that, like, fullness of feeling. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like you... It's overall, like, if you were to decide, like, is how I'm doing it more positive or have I missed out on more opportunities and that's what I was saying because earlier, I didn't open myself up so that's what I was saying earlier I need to learn how to fight so it's not a thing that I am not working on it's a thing I'm working okay, on but it's a thing that like I'm saying confirmation bias it's that thing of because it has proven to work a lot of times it becomes harder to get rid of it because it has protected me so well for so long so then when I have to fight myself to be like okay, in this situation, it's your sister. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, you can't not talk to your sister. And it's like, okay, hi. You know, and if you check with a lot of the people who are in close relationships with me, you'll see there's been, there's a bit of change in where I'm just like, okay, I need to figure this out. Or there's been like a thought process with it. I'm just like, okay, I need to consider either the person's feelings or how it is I'm approaching this, but it's just, that's where the fight battle is. 
learning how to fight fair, learning to separate the conflict from the relationship and being able to be like, in these situations, it worked, but it doesn't work in every situation. And that's why therapy, hashtag. It's true. You know what I also think, um, or maybe what I've learned, is it's easier to look for a collaborative approach or like a situation where everyone wins if you're coming from a place of trust, yeah? Because I, I have the idea that you have my best interests at heart or I do not believe that you would want to hurt me, yeah? Um, so I think sometimes when you're not sure if that person is for you is why you would be like super insistent on how things should go or protection of self. Or sometimes it could be that they are for you, but they're presenting in a manner that you have trauma from in the past, you know? And now, of course, that's your problem because you have to figure out that, oh, this is about me. It's not about them. But um, sometimes I've found that when I'm going into a conflict, I can be so annoyed or like, completely not see your point of view but because i trust you as a human being or you have built in our relationship some kind of understanding that i know you're not a psychopath you know i'll be willing to be like just explain it to me because i'm not getting it you know um and i think sometimes that's the difference in how you will handle conflict is the level of trust in that relationship I think it also um, requires a certain amount of vulnerability because even though like this, like I think I've discovered that like in the last year at work, because I had a manager that, oh Lord, help me find positive words to use about this man. You got this. I believe in you. He literally. Breathe. Okay. Is full of shit. That's all. (laughs) I really (laughs) thought I really the nicest. What is she said? Honestly, the nicest thing. She said, "Let me think about a nice way to say this." You ain't shit. Mm -hmm. You know, just full of shit, and just one of those people who is a talker, not a doer. Like you know, like oh, I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. And then when you see them in the hallway, they're like, "Oh yeah, I got you. I got you." I saw your email. I saw your email. Babe, that email was like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? And then when the thing is not done, it's your fault. Period. Yes. What I learned is I have to have a certain level of like like vulnerability to just be like, you're kind of messing me up on this right now. Mm. You know? Like, can you just like whatever, like person to person, like can you just do this real quick because blah, 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 you know? And that even doesn't sound very vulnerable, but like you're putting yourself out there to be like, hey, you know? And as much as that's profession, like I don't have to do that really as a professional because their behavior is not up to par and I can easily go to the manager and my higher boss and be like, blah, 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 as much as I did. Let's don't get it twisted. <laughs> For some reason, I, I had to get to that level at, um, twice. But at the same time, like allowing yourself 
to have that vulnerability for you so that you can achieve the next level of whatever it is um is something that that's what i need to unlock because i'm still at yeah but last week we had it's like two months ago we had this conversation and then we agreed this is what will happen so why do i have to remind you because the thing that bugs me about people like that is they don't have the grace the same grace when it's reversed right so if it was me who hasn't done a thing and it's five minutes late then it's like you're incompetent and you're what and i'm like but two hours ago i reminded you of a thing you haven't done for three weeks but now you won't put me on blast in a group like where yeah. is that grace on my side and that's i think mm. that's my battle i need to be an adult guys i'm a child in the playground and someone getting i think relationship <laughs> in relationships like i'm thinking about like with me and christian Mm -hmm. um i think i've also developed a lot in that like with what nyam was saying trust area because we could have like an argument about whatever it is and we're going back and forth and back and forth and then i'll go downstairs and i'll be like do you need anything before i come up you know what i mean like thinking about the person yeah we're having a stupid disagreement but you're still considerate. You know what I mean? And I can separate like the kindness from the conflict. The argue. The, yeah. yeah. It makes me want to cry even because I'm just like, that's the thing I think I'm most scared about in a relationship is that I want to have the security that you're my person even when we're not, but even when we're fighting. I don't want to ever doubt that you're my person. So we can be fighting. But at night, if I enter the bed and we are fighting, if I put my leg to yours, I know it's not like a yuck. You know, it's not like I don't love you. I don't like yeah, being able to level. fight. Yeah, being able to fight kind. I'll sleep you know. in the same bed, but you're not touching me. Okay, yeah, but I'm just like, <laughs> even if you're not touching me, I want to be able to know that you're still my person. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah, okay, I we're not touching and we're not talking, I but mean. I need to know innately in my heart, in my being, in my cell that you're my person. And I don't know, I haven't, I don't know. I don't know that I'd be able to trust a person that much. Imagine you, you I, it, part of it is trust, but the other part is healing where that thing is from. And I'm saying this because in my no, therapy work, it's the thing that I've learned is that for a while, why <laughs> that thing used to stress me out so much. Hey, hi, Kurush. And they stay there. Yeah. So the thing, the thing about conflict for me growing up is that conflict meant the end of relationship. Mm -hmm. If we talk about like our folks situation. So that is how I learned to not speak up for myself or not advocate. Like, I don't want us to fight because I'm like, if I fight, the thing ends. And then Mm -hmm. I graduated from that point to being where like, Okay, but I'm I'm the only one who can advocate for myself. So now I'm fighting. But then now, see, of course, in the fight, there's the rift that inevitably happens. Then it becomes that I'm so anxious that this is the end, right? So it got me to the place where I wanted to be in. It, it, it means that I want everything to be resolved there and then. If we don't have a resolution, it means that the relationship is over. Yeah. But it got me to being to the place where I'm like, 
are we good? Like we can have a fight and not even resolve it. Maybe even for like two weeks. But me, I just want the reassurance that we're, we're good. good. We're are we good? Talking. Like, yeah, we're not talking, but it's not the end of the relationship. And it can be as it's it's a psych. It's it's not a usual thing, but I think that's just a thing that comes with dating. Um, is that we're going to beef? But if you don't want to resolve it now, I'm like, I'll give you space. But are we good? Let's just have a baseline, you, the reassurance, you know, yeah. and just, yeah. yeah, that reassurance is important to me. And I, I think I'm at the place where I'm growing to where I might not even need the reassurance. I'm exercising, you know, just like how you exercise that muscle to be like, okay, it's a beef. It's a beef. We don't, I don't, you don't even need to tell me that we're cool. But I think that comes with like a longer term relationship, you know. So like you and Christian have done the work over the years to where you're like, the guy is not just also going to pack up his bags and be like, see ya, you know. Unless they're mm-hmm. Aussie from Ultimatum. What are you, okay, I don't understand. She's not Aussie from Ultimatum. She could remember Aussie from Ultimatum. It's okay. We'll have a conversation yes. about it anyway. Yeah. We will. Yeah. It's about packing. So, There's someone who keeps packing their bags. But, mm-hmm. but, Nyam, when you were saying that, I was thinking, do you think that you then, I'm trying to think of how to say this. How long do you think a conflict should last then? Because I heard you saying, like, I'll give you space as long as we're good. Like, how long mm. do you think is a healthy amount of time to mm. let it carry? So I don't know that there's a standard... I usually yes, think it depends on what the fight is. I think it be- depends on the fight, but it also largely depends on the person. Yeah, because I feel like there's some people who are different levels of emotional uh, capacity to handle or process. And because even I am a processor, sometimes I'm like, I need to sit with this thing before I can give you a response. Yeah. Rather than rush. What's, what's the levels like? Do you have like an example? I'm trying to mm. fight. I don't. I don't know that I have an example necessarily. Um, okay. I think it also depends on the person because I feel like a fight with you guys are more likely to resolve the conflict faster, only because of the relationship we have versus, let's say, a friend who is a close friend versus an acquaintance versus like a relationship. And even in relationship, are we living together or are you able to go to your house? Because, but yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was talking mm. about more in a relationship setup mm. because that's the example she had given. So, so, I'm, so I'm, like, I'm here thinking like, is it like dishes? We can't drag yeah. our dishes. You didn't wash the dishes yeah, yeah, yeah. for like three weeks. You so know, the thing about it too, is I feel like, when you're living with a person versus when you're not living with a person, it also changes. So there's some conflicts when I've not been living with my person where I'm like, it's taking too bloody long as far as I'm concerned. Right. But it's now meant like I've had the challenges. I can't think of what the issue was, but there've been situations where it's like, I need a week. And I'm like, what takes a week really to think about in my mind? Right. But I was also like, I'm not going to rush the person and then end up with a worse outcome, yeah? So for me, it started being like, okay, let me find ways to fill this week so that I'm also not now overthinking the thing and sabotaging so that when we come at the end of the week, I'm like, 
you are trash you know because now i've been building up this thing in this uh yeah. you know there thing in my head yeah mm-hmm. but then yeah. i feel like on the flip side when you're living with a person it can be even a small fight like those ones of dishes and now it even escalates like to like 10 times yeah like i've i've had like you know silent treatment and the beef is so small but you're still just yeah, over yeah. there rotating yeah so now what i can't deal with is that toxicity yeah that's why that's the thing that makes that gives me the anxiety so i'm like let's either fight it out or let's put a timeline on when we can fight it out or hash it out so that even if i'm going to stay in this environment where now you're not speaking to me i am left to my it's up to me to figure out if i can read your mind then uh, <laughs> yeah you know so i think because of that it's it's different depending on what it is i also think like in in relationships i don't believe in this thing of don't let the sun go down on your anger let i think sometimes you can sleep amen. you can sleep on on even anger for two days but amen but i think the flip side of it is how you treat one another in that conflict because i think there's sometimes you know what chico was saying if someone is being mean to you because they're upset with you or because they're angry, that's now problematic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause then now that, and, and I think in relationships, there's so many fights that happen. If you need a week, every time you have a beef, like it's, it's also not sustainable, you know? Um, and even if you think about like having kids in the situation, it's like, so you'll just be having silent treatment or moving out every week, you know, coming from that experience for me, I'm like, mm, that's not doable. That's, that's not sustainable for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good with reassurance. I'm good with timelines. I think communication is the most important. Um, that's the thing that works for me. And again, trust. I have to trust that you're not just being malicious. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a time for conflict. Anyway, Shiko, if I'm wearing your skirt, I'm going to keep it on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As long as she acknowledges, listen, as long as your language acknowledges that it's mine, I know in any court I'm going to win. So So what you're saying is we are going to call. Tell us where they can find us, bitch. It's actually you who needs to tell us where they can find us. Where are they finding us? Let's go. You can find us at <laughs> OK Kiasi on all social media platforms. That is O K A Y K I A S I. Let's go. If you do not want, thanks. I got it. If you do not want to reach out to us on social media, you can also send us an email. That would be okkiasi at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for listening. Find us here next week. And as always, I'm Shiko. I'm Nyam. And I'm Gavani. And that's all. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.